How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where essentially, um, if you didn't listen to yesterday's at the very end, the finale of, of yesterday's podcast, I, I had a lot of venting to do about just racism in general. And uh, but yesterday was actually uh, my best friend's birthday. And I haven't had this podcast since the um, since his last birthday. I started it in mid-June. And so I want to take this time to, to kind of dedicate a podcast directly to him because uh, if there's a, a few individuals out there that deserve to have one, it's uh, it's this guy. I mean, where do I start, Dylan? Um, uh, our, our, our stories, man, honestly, I don't think there's enough lifetimes out there to kind of detail all the crazy things and all the most beautiful and amazing stories we, we've shared together. But uh, funny enough, me, me and my best friend, we grew up together in my small retirement town uh, where I grew up in, in Florida. And um, we didn't really socialize too much together. We did. And, uh, you know, it was cool. Like everyone's high school experience is a little bit different. Everyone's grade school experience is different. Where I grew up in, uh, there was only one middle school, only one high school. Everyone kind of saw each other. There was no branching out and going to like different parts of the county or whatever. And so we all kind of grew, grew up together. And so there, was, uh, there wasn't really like ever this situation where there was like bullies. Everyone, everyone was kind of inclusive. There was like their own cliques. But no one really ever like went out of their way to kind of give a hard time to people. There were some bad people in school. But it, literally like 95% of the people were, were cool in, in their area. And then if they had like a common interest with someone else in the clique, it wasn't like, oh, why are you hanging out with those people? It was like, oh, cool. Like you can hang out with these different cliques. And so when I was growing up as a kid, I wasn't uh, the popular kid. I wasn't like the, the smartest kid. Um, I was pretty smart and uh, I only had my popularity in the sense that I was kind of befriended, I befriended a lot of like the cool kids in my school. Um, and one of those people was my best friend, Dylan. When I grew up with him, um, I always looked up, I always looked up to him because like he always, it seemed like he always had like a lot of crazy experiences, a lot of like fun experiences. Everyone always had great things to tell about him. Um, his family lived in, in uh, the opposite side of the beach where we grew up in. And on that side of the beach, there was probably the better house parties <laughs> when we were teenagers. And um, I could just tell that like he had a great energy to him, but we really didn't bond that well because like I didn't have a best friend per se in grade school. I've had this problem in life and it, it's a it's an interesting problem, but I've never had truly had a singular best friend that I grew up with and that I've I've held on to over the years. I've had many life best friends, like many like life instances best friends. And with Dylan though, this the the story's uh not that way. Literally we've um we've maintained our friendship to some degree for since we were kids. 
But I didn't truly call him my best friend until, uh, funny enough, I had just broken up with my ex-girlfriend and I was needing a place to move to because I'm not the type of guy that's just going to kick someone uh, out of my house. I essentially, um, we came to an agreement. I told her like, hey, like stay in the apartment. I'll find a new place to live at. And and when the lease is over, you know, we'll just kind of separate and go our separate ways. But while the lease is still active, you know, you can stay here. She had a daughter of uh, as well. So I would have felt horrible, like, if I told her to, like, leave and everything of that nature. And so I was needing a place to stay. And at the time, I remember um, it was early October. And I was at my parents' place. And I was on Facebook. And... Or I wasn't on Facebook. I was like telling my parents like, hey, I need a place to move to in Orlando, but I don't know anyone that I can move in with. And I had like a few friends, but I didn't want to like reach out to them and bother them about needing a roommate because I knew their situation. They didn't have any space for a roommate. So I was like, shoot, like I'm going to have to probably find like my own place. And like I, I'd rather a roommate. I've, I've always enjoyed kind of the, the experience of living with another person. And so... I was like, let me go on Facebook and real quick and just like post, um, let me post something like a, a, just a general, like, Hey, if anyone's living in Orlando, um, and has like a, a spare bedroom, like I'm totally open to, to one, like I'm looking to move in like in the next month or two. And when I opened Facebook, lo behold, and I haven't talked to Dylan since we graduated high school. So at this point in life, it was well over almost six years. Um, and essentially we like, I go on Facebook and I notice that, um, the first post I see essentially is, um, a post by, by Dylan saying like, Hey, my last roommate left. I'm in need of a roommate. I live in downtown Orlando. Um, if anyone's interested, you know, shoot me a message. And when I saw that message, I immediately shot him. Uh, like I, I literally messaged right underneath that post. And it must've happened like literally 10 minutes prior to me opening up Facebook. And I'm the first comment on there. And he was like, uh, immediately, like he called me and he was like, Hey man, like, uh, let me tell you. And he was so cool from the, like, we hadn't talked for years, like six years. And, um, immediately when we get on the phone, it's really quick, uh, just bonding and, and catching up on everything. And then, uh, he's really awesome. Like he tells me like the complete layout of the apartment and describes everything to me and then tells me like, Hey, come over and visit and uh, check it out and let me know if you like it. And I came over and I fell in love with the place and, uh, I was at that time kind of, uh, Dylan like had like a, uh, it's just like a, we both were kind of doing the same thing. I was partying a lot in downtown Orlando and he happened to be partying a lot and, uh, and living out in downtown Orlando. And so we kind of had very similar lifestyles. And so when we, we connected, it was like immediate like connection. Like it was amazing because I had made a huge transition from when I was a kid up to that point. And Dylan just kind of kept it going. Like he kept his momentum going in life and, and he's always really good at that. He's always good at kind of staying focused and, um, 
and, and just having the time of his life. That's always been his uh, agenda. It's just how can I have as much fun in life as possible with not just myself, but all my best of friends and my family. And that is something that I love tremendously. Um, I, like I said, and, and funny enough, like Dylan's had many, he has like, I'm not just his only best friend. He has many best friends. Like he, it's interesting how he does it and it, it works out great because the way he does it is it, it works in the sense that like we all like all of his best friends, like when we all get together, we're all like kind of like best friends with one another. Like we all enjoy each other's company. We're all different in our own sense. And I I love that about him. And I do that now as well. Like I have outside of, uh, of Dylan, I have other friends of mine that I've stayed connected with. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten better about doing that. But like I was uh, leading on to earlier in this podcast was essentially that I never really had someone growing up as a kid that stayed as my best friend. And I always envied, envied individuals that had that for a long time when I was younger. But I appreciate now that that's not my story, that I've had many times to uh, spend with different people in different moments of my life. And they've all kind of touched me in different ways to kind of bring me to be the person that I am now. But Dylan is different, though, from all of them. Like all of those friends that I had... We all kind of, our lives kind of went separate ways and we, we grew distant from one another, not because like we wanted to, but just because where life was taking us was a little bit different for one another, but we still stay connected. With Dylan, it's different. Dylan is the only friend that I have outside of his fiance, who's also my best female friend. <laughs> um, outside of those two, the, or they are probably the only two that truly understand me. Like they... They know everything of my interests. They know all my dark secrets, all my, like, they know everything about me. And they also know from the get-go, they were really quick to pick up on, like, what I enjoy, what I don't like, what my interests are. And and we were all quick to pick up on one another's um, skill sets and our weaknesses. And we all, what... One thing that someone is is weak at, the other person can pick up and leverage. And so we were like uh, uh, the trio, us three were like a devastating force. Like we could get literally anything we wanted. And it was an amazing experience when I was living with Dylan. And we did that for a while. And then uh, he moved to Columbia with me and and, uh, Shannon, his fiance, we all went out there with my younger brother. And we we had a a crazy experience. But eventually life happened and... Um, everyone kind of had to separate. I made the decision to stay in Colombia and they, uh, stayed in America for their reasons. And, um, but we never lost touch with one another. Fast forward to me living here in Las Vegas. And it's because of him that I'm living out here in Las Vegas. And it, uh, almost two and a half years went by while I was living in Colombia until I finally made the decision to come back to America I met my, who now is my wife at the time was my girlfriend. Uh, and I wanted to introduce her to my family in America and also my, my best friends. And so, uh, I made the drive out to Las Vegas, not planning on staying here, but just to visit. And while I was here, I found a job the same week and, and was like, you know, heck, let me, let me give it a try out here. Maybe it won't be for a long time. And it wouldn't have been if it wasn't for the fact that my, 
best friend had lived out here. Now I'm in a situation where I'm a, I'm a parent and the pandemic has been going on and they recently moved back to Florida to be closer to family and uh, to be closer to home. And I wanted to follow them, but I can't at the moment. I'm in a, uh, a position right now where I can't leave Las Vegas and it's difficult. I didn't have a chance to say goodbye to him like in person and this pandemic has made it very difficult for us um, in our busy lives, kind of like uh, me being a father, him uh, staying focused and, and maintaining uh, this passion and dream of his to uh, essentially gain prosperity so that he could eventually just kind of build a awesome uh where essentially he can have money to just share and the experience with like all his, all his best friends and his family and, and live the best life ever. And, uh, you know, I'm super happy for him. Like he, every single time I talk to him, he never loses sight, sight of that focus. And he, uh, of all three of us, I think he has made a tremendous, uh, tremendous improvement. Like we all, aspire to improve as individuals as we get older. But I, I, I do want to say that I think out of the three of us, I think he's the one that is doing the best at that. He always surprises me with just how, and we, we all kind of have this like friendly competition with one another. It's not like a competition where we, um, like we talk about it to one another any, or like we brag about it or anything. It's not, it's none of that. Like we, we never talk about it. It's undisclosed, but uh, I know it's there, this passion to see one another kind of to uh, aspire to be better versions of themselves and to keep pushing themselves. Like we all want that for each other, but I have to say, like, I think he's, he's done the best and we all have had our ups and downs in life. And it's just a part of being human, but Really, I think he's made the hugest strides of 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 growth and development, and I, I could not be more proud of my best friend Dylan. Like uh, I, I, I like this podcast. It I can't even do. I thought I could do an entire podcast just talking about him, but it would take me countless podcasts to talk about it because uh, I'm not doing it justice i there's so much stuff i want to talk about but this podcast would be so long and um i i'm like all over the place while i'm dictating this and i never rehearse these and these are one of the this is one of the moments where i wish i did like write down pen and paper and rehearsed what i wanted to say (laughs) because he's probably gonna listen to this and be like man jason you were all over the place on it and i you know what dylan you're right i am but it's because I mean I love you, man. I really do. Like you're, um, a lot of people didn't think we were ever gonna have as strong of a bond that we were that we were gonna have like early on in life, and they they thought that you and I were too different for one another to really have that kind of this level of of friendship. But um. I'm glad that every single day we are proving those people wrong and, and we're living the best of our lives and, and, and truly loving this experience and this friendship. And I, I really hope that many people out there, if they don't have it, 
to really to to find someone out there that you can call a good friend, like someone that can that knows you, knows everything about you, it really can make a huge difference in your life. And you know, we go weeks sometimes without talking to one another. I hate those moments, it, but inadvertently, it's just how I am. I'm really bad about that. But it never gets to him. No matter what, he will never lose touch with me. Other friends, they couldn't handle that. After a while of not talking to them for a bit, they, they just kind of move on. And they still f- stay friendly, but you know they continue on with their lives. Dylan, it's completely different. He will not stop. And I love that about you, man. Like I, um, I am horrible. I really am a horrible friend sometimes. Like, uh, there's no excuse. There really is no excuse, but I know that you're not going anywhere, man. And I'm not going anywhere as well in your life. I want to be a part of everything to do with you and your family. And I know you want the same for, for me and my family. And I know you would do anything to help out if I ever were to ask you to help. And I know I can expect it of you as well. And, um, man, we've, we've done a lot of stupid things in our lives, but we don't allow those things to anchor us to the past. And we continue to, to improve and move forward. And, and, and you are the same as well. And I look at you and I see myself, if I were to, to, to be exposed to a different, environment. And I know you see the same in me as well. We are so much alike. We really are. It is the weirdest thing. You wouldn't understand it looking at us and, and, and maybe even talking to us for the first five minutes. But if you hung out with us long enough, you would really understand that we are alike in the weirdest way possible. Um, (laughs) and, uh, I don't know what else to say, man. It's, uh, the the message you sent me yesterday, man. I honestly, it, like, I got emotional reading it, and um, you reached out to me on your birthday, man. <laughs> uh, oh man, I love you so much. That's me, man. I'm supposed to reach out to you on your birthday. You beat me to it. I woke up late that morning because I stayed up. Uh, I stay up late uh, watching over my daughter, and um. I woke up right like 30 minutes after you had sent that message, but I had to like get Luna ready. She had just woken up and everything of that nature. And, um, I was like, damn it, man. Like he already beat me to it. I wanted to like call him. I wanted to call you late the day before, but I was like, I don't know if he's going to be working or anything of that nature, but, um, I miss you, man. I really do. Like, I can't wait for this pandemic to be over. You're literally going to be the first person I see, you know, uh, and I'm supposed to make this end. I don't know how to make it end. Like, I want to keep talking. Uh, I want you to be on here, but I know you don't, like, this is not your thing. And and I completely understand as well. But uh, I just want you to know that you and Shannon both mean the world to me. And, um, I know I can't wait. The The biggest pain for me as well is that you guys even ha- haven't had a chance to meet Luna yet. Uh, because like right after she was born and you know, the, the couple months that you're supposed to wait before you expose anyone, uh, a stranger, <laughs> anyone that's a stranger to her. 
in our life, that's when the pandemic hit. And then that's when I took it completely anal and, and didn't want to meet anyone. But you understand. That's a crazy thing. Like other friends would be so bothered by this by now, but you completely understood like, because there are some people out there that might be like, dude, we've been close friends forever. Like make the exception for me, but you'd never put me in that position as a father. Like you've always been so understanding. And I love that about you, man. But I I cannot wait for you and Shannon to be a part of her life. And I cannot wait for her to be a part of your guys' life. And, um, I can't wait to see you, man. I really can't. So I'm going to end it there. Um, I did a horrible job on this podcast. I'd give myself a two out of 10. (laughs) Oh my God. This is so silly. But, um, yeah, man, I, I hope you had a good birthday and, uh, we, we need to, we need to chat more. We need to talk more. We need to reach out to each other more. Um, I'm so bad about that and you know that already. And you're so, you're so good at it, but you're busy as well, but I could do a better job about that. So, uh, I'm going to make that promise to you that I'm going to fucking harass you tomorrow. Like when I wake up, I'm just going to keep calling you, calling you, calling you until you pick up. So I hope you know that, but I love you, man. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace, brother.